0: The most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Check ASO is an analytical ASO platform that provides you with up-to-date data on keywords, competitors, ratings, and reviews. It also grades your ASO level and gives you custom tips on how to improve it. This way you can increase your app page visibility, organic traffic and installs with every update. Try it now for free for seven days at checkaso.io. That once again is checkaso.io. B7dev.com is the app development firm dedicated to helping entrepreneurs go from app idea to success. Because they understand startups and don't charge you huge fees just to get your app off the ground. Learn more at b7dev.com. The one thing I want to get into is you've gotten so much love from Apple. You've gotten so much press out of it, too. And a lot, some of these questions are about, like, how do you go about launching an app? So you want to walk us through some of your launch strategies?
1: Sure. Um... So historically, you know we were just talking about like differentiated distribution edge. I think historically, I've really seen my ability to get press and get featured by Apple as that differentiator. Like it's gonna help me launch my app into um, a larger audience right off the bat. Um, even for me with really great contacts, that has gotten harder and harder over the years, like, you know, big sites don't care as much about um, apps anymore, you know, like TechCrunch isn't writing about individual apps unless it's just something really interesting. Um, but but the way I've done that in the past is is really just getting good at storytelling. So like, you know, if you, if you go back and search WeatherUp and then Weather Atlas before that, it was in like TechCrunch and The Verge and big sites like that um, because I found compelling stories to tell. So like when Weather Atlas, which was we just rebranded it to Weatherup, but it launched as Weather Atlas. Um, when we were releasing that in 2017, there were rumors of the taller iPhone 10, and so I positioned it as and told the story around like we are building this app for the future of devices. And it's really it wasn't like I just was BSing. Um, so that's Weatherup. If you search Weather Atlas TechCrunch, it'll 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 show you the original launch in 2017. And so the, I positioned it as like, we're building this app for the future. And it really was true that, and I, it says what designed for iPhone eight, because we didn't know it was gonna be called the iPhone 10. Everybody just thought the tall iPhone was gonna be called the iPhone eight. Um, but, but I told a true story. So I wasn't just like BSing or like writing a narrative. Like we saw the rumors and we built an app around thinking about vertical space not being a constraint and, mm-hmm. and how would you develop, how would you design a weather app where vertical space is a lesser constraint? <clears throat> and so if you scroll up, you can see that like we built it where you can see the the um, radar and the weather mm-hmm. map and the data in the same pane. And it's a card interface where you can swipe it up and down. And so then we built this and then we told the story, like, hey, we built this for the iPhone 8, iPhone 10. And that's interesting, right? People want to like iPhone, the rumors around the iPhone 8 and 10, that around the iPhone 8 were really hot at the time. Everybody's talking about what's Apple going to do. Leaks were happening and everything. And so I found a compelling story that was true because I, I don't like you're not going to get very far like BSing a story and trying to pitch it. But like, if you find something that's going on and have a compelling story to tell around that, you can get that kind of attention. And then, then that second one that um, that other post that you were showing on TechCrunch was another story around um, just creating a really differentiated feature. So we launched um, calendar events in your weather feed, and so that was like a really unique feature Mm. that hadn't been seen. And so when you have a daily driver weather app um, and you introduce something that's really unique, like it it can get attention because you're telling a unique story that people actually care about because they care about weather apps. Um, So, so my advice would be to look for those interesting stories that you can tell and then um, find ways to pitch those stories around like, around the audience and why they should care. So like if you're pitching Apple, why does Apple care? Apple cares about pushing their, and you've talked about this a ton, but I'll just reiterate. But, you know, Apple cares about like the new widgets in iOS 14. They're going to care about that. They're going to care about, they cared about AR and pitched and featured a lot of apps around AR. They care about, you know, adopting all these technologies that they're pushing. They care about selling their devices. They care about, making money via subscription. So like being a subscription app, I think does give an edge right now for getting featured by Apple. Um, So it's like you, you think about your audience and if you're pitching Apple, like tell them a story they care about. If you're pitching the press, tell them a story they care about. What do they care about? They care about people, Reading their story. They care about their audience feeling like TechCrunch is valuable and that they're not just posting random stories about random crap, but actually posting stories that people care about. So you and, and so again, like telling a story about this rumored tall iPhone was a compelling, interesting thing that 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 the writer Thought their audience would want to read about. So, so, and then when you're telling a story to con- customers, like you need to understand in your screenshots, like what story you're telling those customers, where are they coming from, and all that kind of stuff. So, so I think that the edge there is really storytelling. And then I, I will say I've been talking to a lot of developers lately who about how getting in TechCrunch and The Verge and sites like that is probably actually not the best. Like, we didn't actually do very well from those stories. Like, people it's just a drive by thing it's a huge audience but like you just don't don't have just people see it and they're like oh another weather app whatever um where i've seen developers be a lot more successful um a buddy of mine runs an rv app and he got a ton of downloads one day he's like dude how do i find out where these downloads came from like they just came out of nowhere and turns out It was a small YouTube channel, or I don't know exactly how many, but it was a relatively small YouTube channel that you wouldn't think could drive the kind of traffic. Like he probably got more downloads than I got from a TechCrunch uh, um, uh, story, but it's because it was a very focused audience on YouTube that cared deeply about RVs. And this guy got on and um, talked about this RV app organically because... They liked it. And so it drove a ton of downloads. So what I've been talking to, especially like more like indie folks who aren't, you know, funded and don't have a PR rep who can go pitch to TechCrunch and the verge um, and, and whether or not that's even valuable for a lot of startups is, is debatable, but go after the smaller niche sites and audiences that um that really care about your product and then tell them the story that they're gonna care about.
0: What would be your advice if you want organic downloads in a short period of time, this is specifically for games. And Sunil says the same thing. How do we get started and drive enough downloads in a short period of time? And I think, you know, just some rapid fire questions and then we'll get into the app audit as well. What do you think, David?
1: Uh, (laughs) I mean, organics are really tough to get, like, Uh, Again, I mean, I think it it just goes back to a lot of stuff we're talking about, like find a niche that, find a niche that you think you can get attention with. Um, And and there are, I mean, there are still keywords on the app store that, that you can find and target. Like if there are only, you know, four or five apps that do some specific thing, like if you can find a you know, something an accountant needs that they're they're actually gonna go to the app store and search like, you know, accounting tool helping or whatever, like you can, there are still those niches where you can find keywords that are gonna organically drive downloads. But if you're in any like even reasonably competitive keyword, you gotta look outside of search organics. And so you just gotta find a niche where you can get attention in other ways, like you just you got to think about the micro influencers and bloggers, and like you got to f- find a way to to get the attention to drive those. So so I mean that's that's uh, organics like word of mouth and things like that um, are fed by getting that attention. So so yeah, you got to start with getting the attention and then. And and think about, and, and you gotta think about too, like the organic funnel, like why is somebody gonna hear about your app? And if they hear about it, why are they gonna care enough to go download it and and tell those stories? Like have an app that has a story to tell so that people will tell it.
0: I like it. And I can't agree with, I agree with everything you said. And I think what we've kind of broken down through this entire interview has been, look, find the right target audience. It doesn't have to be the biggest. And you have to start that early on. I think too many times they're like, I'm ready to launch. What do I do? I'm like, when are you launching? Oh, (laughs) tomorrow. I'm like, what? You know, these are things that you should be doing a month in in advance and finding these targeted users.
1: Yeah. And you shouldn't even be, I mean, honestly, like if you're trying to make money, if you're, if you're, if you're a hobbyist and just want to release an app, whatever, just build an app and do it. If you're actually wanting to make any money like you need to understand your marketing plan before you build the app because right. if you build an app that is not marketable it, like you're not going anywhere so like start with the marketing then build the app
0: what traffic sources are working well for you david
1: um I mean, really, I, I've done very little paid marketing over the years. So it's it's the success I have had, like with my mirror app and with Gas Cubby back in the day, with LaunchNet Pro, it's it's all organic. So like LaunchNet Pro did really well with um, word of mouth. And it did it Launchpad Pro got a lot of consistent um, buzz that 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 kept going. Like it wasn't like I had a big launch and got a bunch of attention and then it just died down. It was like, people would talk about in a pro and like videos would pop up on YouTube about people describing how they use it and stuff like that. That's like really hard to generate, but that's, I mean, again, it gets back to like product differentiation, marketing differentiation. It's like launch center pro was a very unique product and it was a very useful productive product and that was in a way its its distribution edge is that it was so unique and helped people that people would talk about it would blog about it would um, and it was and it, i mean funny enough like it was complex enough that people would do a podcast about it do these blog posts do youtube explainer videos because it was a 'Cause it wasn't so simple to just download it and like make it happen. And so so yeah, and then like my mirror app, it was ASO, like it just it I you know, I was able to latch onto the mirror keyword and just mm-hmm. ride that wave. Um, my weather app has been primarily like getting featured and press, but it's not doing well. So, <laughs> you know, it's like, you just can't, you can't rely on those, those kind of sources of traffic. Like as much as you think like, Oh, if I get featured by Apple, like that solves all my problems. It doesn't like you need to find like consistent ways to get attention for your app. And if you can't, it's never going to go anywhere.
0: It's only those that've been featured multiple times. You know, we've helped multiple clients get featured at thirty-four different clients, and I tell every client, like in the beginning, it was very huge, and I tell them now, it's like they come to us thinking, like, "Hey, can you get me get featured?" But like, it's not going to make or break your business. Like, it's a nice little trophy. Again, it's great. It's going to drive some downloads, but at the same time, like, you'll be fine if you don't get featured as well. So,
1: I think so many developers make the mistake that thinking that they can just go into a competitive market with a better product and that people are going to find it and download it. And Apple's going to feature it. Apple's featured my apps, the weather up app like 10 times. It was like app of the day. It was on the new apps we love. It's, I mean, it's been all over the place on the app store. Did that like make it successful? No. And, and like, you gotta, and I mean, so there's, then there's like layers of mistakes that I've made with weather up. Like, you know, I, I, the monetization is not dialed in. Like we need to do better with, you know, communicating the value props. We, we need better value props. I mean, it's a competitive space. So like people have really high expectations. So anyway, so, so in doing market research, it's like, there's just layers and layers and layers that you need to understand to, to build a successful product in a market as competitive as the app store.
0: And I'm glad you brought that up, David. The, the, when developers do see like hey this is a crappy app i can build a way better product on this i think the most successful indie app developer stories that i've seen that i've actually been able to work with are people who come from the marketing background like right. they have an affiliate marketing background they know facebook ads they they got that all that dialed in and then they're able to launch an app and the, the product itself is good right yeah. but the marketing is extremely solid and they've been <laughs> that's how they've been really able to sustain that indie app lifestyle yeah. and also just be like, yeah, like really generate millions of downloads and generate millions of do- dollars per year.
1: And a, and a perfect example of this is actually one of my pet competitors that I have a ton of respect for, and that is uh, Carrot Weather. So he went into the weather space, not just with a great product, which it is a great product, but he went into it with a differentiated distribution um, edge. And that this is something, so uh, I, I'm probably gonna be building a new app at some point this fall. And the developer I work with on that, he and I have been talking a lot about finding a differentiated distribution angle. So so what Brian did with Carrot Weather, and funny enough, I actually, I kind of inspired Carrot Weather, I, I tweeted, DM him. It's yeah. a, kind of a funny story because he's been so successful with it. And I had a weather app at the same time. And I told him he should build a like, Cause he had these uh, a fitness app where it's like it, it it like berated you if you didn't like work <laughs> out hard enough and stuff like that. And I was like, dude, you need to do this for weather because funny oh, or really? die had, funny or die had come out with a weather app. Yeah. And I was like, dude, you're like carrot brand would be perfect for weather. Um, and he, he DM me like a month later. He's like, I'm actually building that. And I was like, cool dude, do it. And so, but what, what this is is like, he has a differentiated distribution edge. The, the cocky weather robot thing is unique it's differentiated it's mm. it's interesting people share it people talk about it people go to the app store and search carrot weather because they want this like crazy, powerful, sassy weather app that like, and, th- but then, I mean, here's an important part. I say that product does I earlier. I was kind of insinuating product doesn't matter, but it, it absolutely matters because he actually built a great product to back it up. So, so you have a district, you need a differentiated distribution edge, but then you need a great product to back it up because if you have a great product to back it up, you're going to get the renewals. Like, he, I mean, he's had subscribers for like four four or five years now, like since very early on, because he built a differentiated product and he's continued iterating and adding new features and making it better and better. And um, I mean, he's just killing it and he's, I don't think he's ever done any paid marketing. Um, you know, he's not super high in like ASO, like searches for weather and stuff. Cause I watch that closely cause I want to be higher in those uh, rankings and stuff. Um, but yeah, he's built a fantastic business. Um, and I, I mean, I don't know exactly how much he's making, but you know, estimates you I've, <laughs> I've I, well, man, uh, now that I'm at Revenue Cat and um, uh, I asked my colleagues, I don't have like direct access to all the data or anything, mm-hmm. but I'll ask my colleague like, is this sensor tower thing right? Cause like I thought <laughs> they were making, like sensor tower is is pretty off. Um, really? And yeah, and I've been able to, to double check it on my own apps and a lot of apps over the years. and. Theoretically, app um, app Annie is better on the accuracy, but I mean, mm. yeah, sensor um, tower can be like orders of magnitude off. So
0: just no, in the ballpark, though,
1: in the ballpark, may maybe in the that thirty k a month range, thirty k yeah. a month.